The views, opinions, and findings contained in this podcast are those of the host and subject matter experts. They should not be construed as official Department of Defense positions, policies, or decisions unless designated by other official documentation. Hi, welcome to Clinical Updates in Brain Injury Science Today, or CUBIST, a bi-weekly podcast for healthcare providers about current research on traumatic brain injury, also known as TBI. This program is produced by the Defense and Veterans Brain Injury Center, otherwise known as DIVBIC. I'm your host, Anne Bunner, filling in today for our regular host, Inbal Eschel. I'm a biologist and program analyst here at DIVBIC. You may remember me from previous episodes of Cubist, where I frequently join Inbal to talk about TBI research making headlines. In today's episode, I'll be talking with Dr. Don Marion. Dr. Marion is a neurosurgeon and senior clinical consultant at DIVBIC. In today's episode, Don and I will discuss a study entitled Accelerated Changes in Cortical Thickness Measurements with Age in Military Service Members with Traumatic Brain Injury. This article was recently published in the Journal of Neurotrauma by Savjani and colleagues. Don, welcome. Thank you, Anne. Tell us, what is this paper about? This was kind of a neat study looking at a novel way to try to determine the effects of traumatic brain injury or concussion on the brain, and specifically the cortex, or the gray matter. And who were the participants? This group studied 92 service members who had served in Iraq or Afghanistan and had suffered at least one and often several traumatic brain injuries, usually from a blast. Most of these individuals had concussion, although three of them had more severe brain injuries. They were mostly men. Then they compared the results in that cohort with a group of 34 service members who had also served in Iraq and Afghanistan but didn't have traumatic brain injury. And finally, they determined what the cortex or the the, uh, gray matter of the brain should look like in terms of its thickness based on a large uh, sample of 762 healthy control subjects obtained from open media. Tell me about cortical thickness. What causes thinning? As you age, your brain normally changes, and and so by midlife, you can already begin to detect some thinning of the cortex. Thinning is actually in fairly unique locations. So typically, with aging, you would expect to see thinning more in the prefrontal and the frontal cortex, maybe not so much in the temporal lobes or the hippocampus. So in terms of these locations of thinning, how do brain changes after TBI differ from brain changes during normal aging? Brain changes after TBI typically are more common in the temporal gyrus and entorhinal cortex and some of those areas, at least from previous studies. But you can also see brain changes in the frontal lobes with traumatic brain injury. So there are some similarities then between the changes that are observed after TBI and during normal aging. Yes, ma'am, that's right. Tell me about the analysis they conducted on the results. What they did is they used a special model kind of similar to what's been known as FreeSurfer, but in this case it was a model called ANTS that allowed them to develop a normalized degree of cortical thickness according to your age. And, And so they could map that out from age of 18 to, say, 65 or so and use that model to try to predict what your age should be. They used four different logistic regression analyses models to look at this. And so basically, what they would do is they would say, all right, we predict that you should be, say, 55. And in the 
patients with traumatic brain injury or the service members with traumatic brain injuries, they actually overpredicted their age and by about three to five years. These models suggest that TBI aged these service members by about three to five years. Correct. What about psychological comorbidities? Was this a group that had experienced polytrauma and might have a high prevalence of depression or PTSD or alcohol abuse? Sure, and as, as you know, service members are at risk for PTSD and also for uh, substance abuse. And this group in particular were drinking three to four drinks per day and so had evidence of significant uh, substance abuse. And one of the concerning things to me about this study was that they didn't find that either uh, PTSD, uh, history of depression, or drinking had any impact on cortical thinning. And this is a little bit at odds with what others have found. Others have certainly found that alcohol use, for example, is associated with cortical thinning, as is long history of PTSD. So what are the take-home messages from this work for patients and providers? Again, this just adds to a growing body of literature suggesting that multiple concussions or multiple TBIs may lead to degeneration of the brain or early onset changes in the brain consistent with degeneration and aging. So just to be clear, Don, while these data do extend previous findings that measures of cortical thickness may reveal an association of accelerated changes over time with TBI, further investigation is needed to build on the current results and body of knowledge. Thank you so much, Don, for your insights. That's all we have time for today. We hope you enjoyed this quick literature update. You can stay up to date on future episodes by subscribing to Cubist on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, where you can also find links to the articles we discuss and other relevant resources. Speaking of relevant resources, myself, Dr. Ann Bunner, and the Deputy Director of DivBIC, Ms. Kathy Helmick, will be giving a free webinar on gender differences in TBI outcomes on Tuesday, September 19th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. This is part of a three-day continuing education summit featuring almost 30 expert speakers on a variety of issues related to TBI and psychological health. To register, go to divbic.deco.mil and click on the banner that says 2017 Summit, Register Now. That's dvbic.dcoe.mil. If you have any questions about the podcast or about DivBic products or programs, or if you have feedback for us, please feel free to email us at info at That's I-N-F-O at D-V-B-I-C dot O-R-G. Cubist is produced and edited by Deborah Baylin and was hosted today by me, Ann Bunner. It is a product of the Defense and Veterans Brain Injury Center, led by Acting National Director Dr. Thomas DeGraba, and the Defense Centers of Excellence for Psychological Health and Traumatic Brain Injury, led by Acting Director Dr. Richard Stoltz. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in two weeks to explore current concussion research.